Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast. It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco... Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Coming at you live, globally, from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne, the undisputed, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airway. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Open phone lines around the planet. I'll lay this out here once at the top of this hour and the top of the next hour as this is a two-hour show. But we look at it as two different one-hour shows. This first one hour, this first hour, we'll bring in the godfather Larry Merchant, Johnny Sig. We'll touch on some of the tragedies in the world of boxing. And in hour number two, we'll look at some, maybe some of the UFC and some of the upcoming UFC fights. And we'll touch on the sport of bare-knuckle boxing as well today. The bare-knuckle boxing. You might remember I had Bobby Gunn, a bare-knuckle fraud if there ever was one, on the show about, uh, he said he was a world heavyweight champion, but he was fighting in Philadelphia basements. I kid you not, he fought in the basement. He sent me a film. Hey, I defended my title last night. So where was that? He goes, in a basement in Philadelphia. Yeah, that sounds like a world championship to me, fighting in a basement in front of a few people. Straight up, that is the world of bare-knuckle boxing. Of course, it's ascended to an extent. Paulie Malignaggi, the former, uh, the current Showtime announcer, of course, the former junior welterweight guy, pretty good fighter without a punch. He's considering going into this. Evidently, he signed up. That we'll talk about with Johnny Sig and Larry Merchant. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Broadcasting live as I speak on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. That is the video. We'll show some video clips throughout the show. Of course, we expect to touch on Canelo Alvarez. Of course, the big fight, May the 4th, Danny Jacobs, and, and, and Shakur Stevenson. What a dog. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, and a million other platforms. This is Ring Talk. To win your love for me. Comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, the safest, most innovative Sprinter yet, starting at just 33790 Built for you, the all-new Sprinter. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. And now, a page from the Diary of Flow. Dear Diary, there's something about protecting people's homes through Progressive that inspires me, because I just had an idea for a book. Well, it was originally an idea for a movie based on a play inspired by a podcast, but the idea is how you can save when you bundle home and auto. Hmm, might not be the best idea for a book. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe a radio commercial? Guess we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and like a thousand other platforms. Bottom line is, you're listening to the longest-running fight show in history. We take it from the city by the bay, San Francisco, to Las Vegas and bring in our L of Las Vegas correspondent, Mr. Sin City himself, John Signorella. Johnny, how are you, sir? I'm doing great today, Pedro. How are you, buddy? Pretty quiet. You know, it's been a quiet, I'm okay. It's a quiet weekend in combat sports, but not really a quiet weekend on Ring Talk Live Worldwide because we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. Of course, straight up, Shakur Stevenson. Uh, let's talk about that just for a second. You talked about not, I mean, Socrates talked about being able to uh, take the boy out of Newark, but you can't take the ghetto out of the boy or something like that. Bottom line is, he pulled some nasty stuff. I'm showing that on the screen right now. That was That was pretty horrendous, him hitting chicks. He hit a chick. Well, I surveyed that video last night when I caught reports of it. Uh, apparently, this transpired in July. 
What I saw was Shakur throw the first shot on a dude, you know, he struck first. But the worst part, the thing that stuck out the most is that the guy that Shakur was with was beating on women. So I don't care who threw the first punch or what. You don't put your hands on a lady, people. Like, that's what makes this thing completely bonkers. You know, out of control. And for Shakur Stevenson, he's got to choose better company to be with and control his actions. He's a prospect, and he's out there putting hands on people. John, he's a punk. his boys beat on girls. He's, yeah. a, he's, he's a, a punk. punk. He's a punk. I mean, let's, Absolutely. Let's, let's call it like it is. He's a punk. And not only that, he stood over the guy and he spit on him. He's, that, that was, that I was saw a, that. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, talk, and his I homie mean, was kicking a down. Yeah, yeah. His homie was kicking a down person, too. I mean, it's ridiculous. An absolute crap show. 100% and, and just no, no excuses and no forgiveness there. I hope these guys both get punished for that. Uh, it's absolutely sickening to watch. And uh, unfortunately, from Newark, New Jersey, where I lived close by and actually fought as an amateur out of, I wanted Shakur Stevenson to show a good look and represent New Jersey in a positive way. I have emotional ties to that place. He's named after one of my favorite rappers in Tupac. But come on, man. This is the second incident with him, too, that's been documented. He's only been a professional for like two years. He's got to get himself together, Pete. No, he, he can't get himself together. He's just a stone-cold punk, and you're not going to take anything out of him. You know what, what sort of killed me was they had the security guard standing here, and this guy's about six foot tall, six foot three, maybe 220. He ain't even making a move. I'd have made a move on those guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, anybody would have made a move on those guys hitting on women and this and that. The security guard had no stones. He wouldn't make a move. The guy behind the glass booth there is just on the phone. He's calling people. He's not going out there to help anybody. Talk about a lot of hapless people, man, letting these punks get away with it. Straight up, that's why you carry a can of mace with you, Jan- Johnny. That's why you always carry a can of mace with you. You don't need a gun. If that guy had pulled that crap on me, I'd have maced him, man. He'd have been done. There's no doubt, and I tell every woman out there, and just people in general, to always have some kind of protection on you like that. And it is unfortunate that guy just sat there and really watched it. And, guys, if you haven't seen that video yet, let me just warn you right now. It's pretty graphic. It's very disturbing to look at, and I can only look at it once or twice just because I want to get, like, evidence of what we're discussing right now. But at the end of the day, this guy was really wailing on a downed chick, man, a woman. Like, that's not cool. You can't you – know, this is just awful stuff. It's not a good look for both these guys. No, and we'll let it go at that, of course. Let's talk about this one fight that took place this weekend as far as boxing was concerned. It was Friday night on, what, Showtime? Yeah, Showtime had a Showbox card going on, some Mayweather prospects out here in Vegas and Samstown. Uh, not all that bad of a show, but not all that great. You know, uh, not many names I take away from it and, and look forward to seeing in the future. And it found me over the weekend slumming, looking for something to do. Then I realized, oh, wait a minute, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship is on. Let me check this thing out. And, whoa, my goodness, man, this is some nasty stuff. I saw a brutal fight last night in Artem Lobov winning a unanimous decision against Jason Knight in a bloodbath, Pedro. I'm not into bare-knuckle boxing, although I think the gloves should be smaller. The bare-knuckle stuff is too primitive for me. I mean, what's the next thing we're going to do? Are we going to return, are we gonna return to the, the, uh, the octagon with clubs? Each guy's going to have a club and just beat each man down until one guy's dead? These are great points, and I'm watching this thing last night. I'm looking for entertainment, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, fighting's fighting, you know. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, why are they doing this? Why is this something now that's being sanctioned and legal? Because they really are bare knuckle. They only have a wrap around their wrist, and which actually makes the, uh, the punch, you know, a lot stronger, obviously, because the wrist is not going to bend. So their wrists are pretty solid. And so you have a situation where you're seeing guys getting cut up, and banged up and busted up and every single fight that I watched last night. It wasn't, 
I mean, every single fight was just brutal and grotesque. So I don't know how long this goes on. But you had mentioned Paulie Malinaji in the open. Apparently, he's got a beef with Artem Lobov that goes back to when Paulie was helping Conor McGregor prepare for Floyd Mayweather in sparring sessions. And allegedly, Conor McGregor knocked down Paulie. I saw the footage. I do think Conor McGregor did drop Paulie Malinaji. This beef goes back to that, Conor being a great friend with uh, Lobov. So the, what I'm getting at is they're setting up a fight with Paulie Malinaji in bare-knuckle boxing to take place in June. Paulie's hands are so bad he couldn't masturbate with them and not hurt his hands. I mean, I'm sorry, man. He's got bad wrists and hands. That's what's up, and I could not have said it better my best, you know. I respect Paulie. He's a great boxing mind, you know. Met him several times. He's a cool guy to be around. Great soundbite, and he's funny in, in fight buildups. Him and Adrian Bronner gave me some of the best entertainment and buildups to their fight that I've ever witnessed, even beyond WWE, you know, standards. Like, these guys are great mouthpieces. What is he doing now? Why is he doing it? Is it a money thing? He's got very brittle hands. You're talking bare-knuckle boxing. I, I just don't see why he's doing that. Okay, we'll get into depth. The bare-knuckle boxing card last time. We'll bring Johnny Signorella back a little bit later. Of course, the Godfather's in the house. He's waiting. That's right. Larry Merchant on deck here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The toll-free 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the studio text line. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Johnny Signorella's got the Ring Talk Worldwide YouTube page going on. All kinds of added features. And, of course, we've also got a live broadcast right now. Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Live broadcast as I speak. Video. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. The only show worth listening to when it comes to combat sports. 35 years of being often imitated but never duplicated. Live only on Sports Byline. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, 
Evo's helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evo's is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Whoa! I feel good. Godfather of soul, JB himself in the house. That means it's time to bring in the retired HBO Godfather himself, Mr. Larry Merchant. A very good morning to you, sir. And to you, Pedro. Godfather, women's boxing is unentertaining because there's no climactic endings to them. They don't punch hard. They don't knock people out. People don't get knocked down much. The same can go for fights below 122 pounds or 126 pounds where guys are fighting with these big gloves and they're hitting guys and not a whole lot's happening. Couldn't we make the sport a whole lot more exciting if we just made, made, had let women fight with smaller gloves? I don't know enough about it, um, Pedro. I don't know if um, they hurt their hands uh, in trying to hit harder. The women are just made differently than uh, men, and it doesn't mean they can't have combat sports, including boxing. But their fights are going to come to different conclusions and and highlights than men's fights. That's just the way it is. In some sports, um, like basketball, uh, women play an entertaining uh, game of ball. Uh, in most combat sports, uh, it's a rare rarish thing uh, probably happens in MMA more than anywhere else uh, but uh, I've seen some very good women's boxers but uh, as you indicate uh, very few of them have uh, power in, in star potential I mean you've got to close the show now one of your favorite guys, he calls you once in a while on the phone, I know that, Vladimir Klitschko. He's like 95 years old. He's an old guy. 1996 Olympic gold medalist, of course, taking the Olympic spot uh, and representing Ukraine after his brother opted out of the Olympics involuntarily. Um, is he going to come back? Well, I've seen some reports indicating 
something like that, but I don't have any personal knowledge of it. Um, uh, he seems to have made enough money to live several lifetimes in a in any way he would like to, but I don't know his life. Uh, anything is possible. Um, it's hard to walk away when you have a uh, marquee name, a name that goes above the fight. Uh, if he came back, uh, it would generate some interest, but uh, I think he had an outstanding career. And I don't know what his personal circumstances are that would uh, make him want to do the hardest thing there is to do again. A rematch is being discussed with Anthony Joshua and planned. Of course, he was going to exercise that rematch. He had a rematch clause. He decided to retire instead. This 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 deal that's being throw, pushed at him is coming from the zone. DAZN.com. They're offering him a three-fight deal with Klitsch, with uh, Joshua being part of the mix. He's 43 years old. Let's be honest. Not too many guys took care of themselves um, athletically throughout their careers, much like Klitschko did. I mean, he was exemplary in and out of the ring as far as his physical conditioning was concerned. Does that give him an added advantage of 43? Well, sure, uh, but uh, he's still 43. In, in the big picture, it's uh, it's. Still a minus advantage. Uh, when you're married and have children and presumably homes and investments, uh, do, how much suffering are you willing to put yourself through to get to a fight, much less to actually have it? Uh, uh, Vladimir Klitschko was uh, an unusual cat in that way. Uh, despite all of the, the money he made, that when he trained, he went away into the mountains for eight weeks and lived the life of a of a hermit and uh, so on. So I, you know, you never say no, but I don't see the the point of it. But again, I I'm not his banker and I'm not his doctor, and I don't know. Uh, what would would be a healthy thing for him, but it, it's a little disappointing to me. I would think that uh, Vladimir Klitschko um, would, in some way, find some post-fight career that would be satisfying to him. Well, you know, I mean, as I said, 1996 Olympic gold medalist, sixty-four and five. A 53 KOs. He had a hell of a run there for about 10 years once Emmanuel Stewart taught him. It was basically, I, I thought Emmanuel taught him how to fight tall. What do you think? What do you think about that? He taught him how to fight big. I, uh, I think you're right. He taught him how to fight like his brother, uh, Vitaly Klitschko, who is uh, presently the mayor of Kiev in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, and his brother fought tall. Um, he's a super heavyweight. He was. Is six foot seven, um, and he was he was tough and willing to fight you if he had to, but he fought tall. Um, Lennox Lewis tried to fight tall, uh, and and Klitschko after he was knocked out by uh, the South African Sanders yep. uh, in two rounds. Um, I recall he was walking. Uh, down the aisle toward the ring, he, he, handsome, beautiful, 
uh, unblemished record at the time, or nearly unblemished, and I posed the question, he's so perfect, what's wrong with him? And it turned out that as a fighter, what was wrong with him was that he was a very tall guy, about 6'6 or so, who fought like a smaller guy. And uh, particularly on the inside, big guys uh, have real vulnerabilities. Uh, They're easier targets on the inside. And after that uh, is is when uh, he uh, retooled uh, to become a dominant big heavyweight. And, 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 the, and the fact that Emmanuel Stewart's no longer around, I think that would be, you know, I, you know Angelo, Angelo Dundee told me one time, we're sitting together after I, I did an entire radio show and called it for an hour and a half and called his wife the wrong name. I think her name was Helen and I called her Carol or something like that. Anyway, just blew it. But he told me afterwards that, you know, when he looked at, at the entire big picture, as far as Ali was concerned, as far as his heavyweights were concerned, that he never got involved in their personal lives, and he never he never implored them to come back or implored them not to come back. He sort of made it made it their decision. And I said to him, I said, "Why?" He goes, "Because because I'm going to be wrong fifty percent of the time. If I tell him a woman's bad for him and she's good for him, I'm wrong there. Or if she got anyway, I'm going to be wrong fifty percent of the time. Plus, I don't get involved in their personal lives." And and I said, "So so why stick with Ali? Ali's like a shell of his former self. I mean, he's going to get hurt." He goes, "No." He'd get hurt worse if I wasn't around. I'm there to protect him. Did you, did you go along? Did you go along with that? Well, you know, I, Angelo had an acute uh, perception about the fighters he worked with, and I think what he's saying was he's going to come back whether I come back or not. Okay. Um, so I'm going to come back and try to help. Him. Now, maybe that's self-serving, but it's probably true. Hmm. Okay. Of course, I was talking about the great Angelo Dundee. What a, who, did you ever meet his brother? The promoter? Yeah. Chris Dundee? Yeah. Both of them were Philadelphia guys, and I worked for 10 years in Philadelphia, and occasionally they'd come to town, and, uh, um, and Angelo had some outstanding fighters before mm-hmm. he was connected with uh, Ali and Ray Leonard. Um, Chris Dundee liked betting the underdogs, Godfather. He'd come to me, it'd be like every fight he'd come to me, he says, Pedro, what do you think? Is, I'm going to bet Duran against Leonard. I go, no. I said, Roberto's fat. He's slow. He isn't motivated with his Duran. I said, this third fight with Leonard. I said, Ray's already, man. This won't even be a contest. And he says to me, Pedro, you don't know boxing. And Chris went out there and bet five grand on Duran. Yikes. Um, well, if that's what, uh, moved him, <laughs> that's what got him excited. Um, he probably had the money to, uh, to handle that. Fun guy to be around. Fun. More fun. A lot, a lot more animated, a lot more, um, a lot more life in him than there was in Angelo, at least around me. Um, I didn't know him, uh, that well. I met him in Miami, mm-hmm. where he promoted, uh, and Angelo had a gym there. Um, but I didn't know him uh, as well as I knew Angelo, because Angelo was uh, around the fights 
all over the country, all over the world, and with uh, the best fighters in the world. He he brought Florentino Fernandez into San Francisco in 1965, who was a rated middleweight at the time to fight Jimmy Lester, the Bayview Bomber, one of my spar mates later in life, later in his life. Um, and Lester Lester knocked him out and broke his jaw. That was Lester's claim to fame. But Angelo, I don't I don't think there's. I mean, you know, you're blowing it, son, with Ray Leonard. He kept Ray Leonard in that fight. He he nicked the glove with. Uh, with Ali and Cooper, or Cassius Clay and Cooper at the time, in order to stall things out, because Ali was in a bit of trouble after that left hook. So he he pulled some genius moves. They weren't crooked moves, but they were just smart moves. And I I respect and you know this, I respected the hell out of uh, I just did. I respected him beyond beyond limits. Well, he was really smart in how he he he, uh, he had personal relationships with fighters and built up trust. With Ali, for example, um, Ali liked to think that every idea for every fight uh, originated with him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Angelo would quietly, in some uh, indirect way, uh, suggest things um, and do it in a way that Ali thought the, thought those ideas were all his own. He understood Ali's psychology. He needed that. And uh, th- that that can make the difference between a uh, a trainer, a good trainer, and a great trainer. You know, I got about two minutes left here with the godfather, Larry Merchant. And the guy that I, you know, I had a lot of respect for a man that never had a contract in his life, Eddie Futch, a trainer, of course, of Joe Frazier, Riddick Bowe, a whole lot of other guys. But Eddie was... He he was he was special. I mean, he was another guy that was special. These guys, why aren't there any? I can't see. How can I put this? Maybe I'm just reaching back in time, Godfather. But I don't see anybody, any current day teachers per se of their ilk. Um, I I imagine you're right. Um, part of it is there are so many. There aren't as many fighters as there used to be, where mm-hmm. trainers can learn their their trade, just as fighters have to learn their trade. Um, trainers get to be known in local gyms and for how they uh, bring along young talent um, and so forth. Uh, there's there's less of that, although uh, I'm sure there are very good trainers out there who may not have... Um, the legendary um, status? Well, the status of their fighters. Um, and I, I put it that way, you know, and, and, uh, um, fighters don't happen by accident and uh, trainers are important to them in, in gaining their trust in, in developing, helping them to develop their craft, uh, and within their character and personalities and knowing how far you can go with, with a fighter what changes you can and can't make, um, what they're capable of. Um, It's important, and uh, I'm sure they're among the elite uh, fighters we have today. Okay. Uh, I'm not as familiar with the the 
trainers as I used to be. Running up on a hard break. Great men don't happen by accident either, and you're a great man. Say hello to the Godmama for me. Have a good weekend, Pedro. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252, 800-296-1252, that's 800-296-1252. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Wait, what? You're listening to the game on the radio? What is this, the Roaring Twenties? Are you doing the Charleston after every bucket? Get with the times, like the last 80 years. Sports were meant to be watched beside fellow fans and saucy wings and frosty beers. You can't roar on a radio. You need TVs on TVs on TVs. Save the AM FM for public radio and snow delays. Get to B-dubs and yell like a real fan at TVs and people's faces. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! Please drink responsibly. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Interesting. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Interesting song to come back with. You ought to be having fun with Tower of Power. This will not be a fun episode of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As I bring you back in time to the greatest white hope ever, I'm talking about Jerry Corey. 
Gentleman Jerry Corey is what he was called. Of course, an outstanding heavyweight, a, a smallish heavyweight, a guy that weighed about 200 pounds straight up. But, you know, he brought the fight. In fact, he fought Joe Frazier fight twice. He fought Muhammad Ali twice. And the guy that first beat him was my first boxing mentor, a guy by the name of Eddie Machen, of course, who fought out of San Francisco, California. Eddie beat him, I believe, in 1966. And that was Corey's first loss. So Corey would challenge Muhammad Ali not once but twice. And then, of course, fight Joe Frazier twice. And he would lose in both fights. But... What I'm trying to uh, get around here is that Corey was one hell of a spokesperson. What I mean is he could talk, he could rap. In fact, he did the New York Times crossword puzzle in about 15 minutes. I watched him do it one time at the LA Forum. In fact, I challenged him and, and threw, the, threw the New York Times crossword puzzle at him and said to him, you know, you said you could do this crossword puzzle. Do it. And he did it in 15 minutes, about 20 minutes, and I was absolutely blown away by it. Anyway, let's hear Jerry Corey doing Ali first. Welcome to the Palazzo della Sport in Rome, where in 1960, an American amateur, a light heavyweight by the name of Cassius Clay, captured a gold medal for the United I'm the States. Greatest. I won the light heavyweight championship here in 1960. I was the best light heavyweight that ever lived. And I'm going to tell you that I'm the greatest now. I'm a heavyweight. Ain't nobody can whoop me. I'm going to whoop everybody. They're two men. Yeah, yeah. We've got some business first before we get to Victor Galindez and Richie Cates. Light heavyweight rematch. We should have some action here in Rome. Victor Galindez and Richie Cates. Victor Galindez is the light heavyweight champion of the world, but I'm a heavyweight. He can't fight me. He couldn't whoop me. But Victor Galindez is the light heavyweight champion of the world. Going to fight Richie Cates. But he can't whoop me. I know he can't whoop me. He's going to have trouble with Richie Cates. Listen, you rediscovered Jerry Corey. I want to show everyone a fight that just unfolded here. A couple of junior middleweights. You're going to see Rocky Mattiola against Amel Ortiz. Good fight. Jerry Quarr, of course, the uh, former world title challenger, not once but twice. I mean, great fighter, no doubt about that. But he was a smallish heavyweight, weighed in about 205 pounds. Of course, later in life, things turned ugly for Jerry Quarr. Let's take another look at Jerry Quarr, 1995. Jerry Quarr first put on the gloves when he was three years old. By the time he was eight, Boxing Illustrated named Jerry the most popular professional boxer in the world in 1968. Heavyweight contender at the World Boxing Hall of Fame dinner. Fans have come to honor one of the all-time greats. Jerry Quarry. You remember Jerry Quarry. Quarry striking out from that corner. The only man to take on Muhammad Ali twice. And Joe Frazier twice. It's all over. Sure, he lost the big fights. But back then, he was a contender. The guy is one of a kind. He really is. Tough. Big heart. Sabres is in trouble. Jerry Quarry gave his heart to boxing. But he also gave his mind. This is Jerry Quarry today. How do you feel these days, Jerry? I, I feel fish, I feature myself, but it, it's a little old, you know. You feel old? I feel like an old man. Jerry is only 50 years old. He lives with his brother James. He loves Coca-Cola. Because he can't take care of himself anymore. Ice cream. Ice cream. The old name is called the punch drunk fighter. The medical name for it is dementia pugilistica, 
And it's the price many young fighters pay for years of doing this. He's simply taken too many, too many shots to the head. It wasn't any one particular fight. It was a combination of over the years of taking punches to the head. Imagine two decades of your head being knocked around with this kind of force. And you can understand why Jerry Quarry can barely remember the biggest moments of his life. You remember what they called you? I don't remember that. The Great White Hope. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Irish Jerry Quarry. He still has a couple of moves. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> but he's living in a world of his own. Jerry Quarry's not new. Jerry Quarry's the latest in a series. New York sports columnist Phil Mushnick says there are Jerry Quarries in every sport today. We're getting 29-year-old professional ball players who are leaving the game because they sustained so many shots to the head. This was football. There are rules against getting hit in the head. Why aren't these rules being enforced? It's because violence sells. And English calling at each other. What is it about watching violence? I mean, we could watch a game of skill. I can't, um, I'm a hockey fan. I don't think I've ever turned my head away from a TV set during a hockey fight. I think it's uh, part of the human condition, and it's part of the human condition that, that marketeers at boxing and football and basketball know how to exploit to the fullest. Most sports fans, no matter what age, steeped in violence, who celebrate violence, they want blood. They want blood. But you see what we're doing? Back home in California, Jerry Quarry is getting ready for his big night. Do you know what's going on tonight? No. You're being inducted to the World Boxing Hall of Fame. He gets now where he forgets how to eat. He forgets how to put on his shoes. He forgets how to comb his hair. He forgets how to take a shower and shave. We have to do this ourselves for him. Well, you're the one doing a lot of it, too. Yeah. Two million dollars in lifetime earnings squandered. No health insurance. So how does he support himself? Uh, Jerry is on SSI of $614 a month, and I supplement the rest of it. Tonight's your night, buddy. We wish that Jerry could appreciate his life at 50, and we knew he would have if he didn't have this affliction. But tonight, at least, he'll have the appreciation of his fans. Love you. Thank you. Congratulations. What does that say about us? If we care about this guy as a, as, as a sports hero, uh, to let him end up like this. Who says we cared about him? We, we, may, we may say, gee, I really like Eric Quarry, whatever happened to him. But who really cared about him? We cared about him for the moment, for the moment he was in the ring. Finally, the moment of the evening. The greatest of the great white hopes, Jerry Quarry. And James Quarry steps in to help his brother. We thank you very, very much. As he always does. Jerry's very proud. He really doesn't fully understand what is happening to him tonight. But when we look at a guy like Jerry Quarry, what kind of lesson should we take away from this? The lesson we can learn is, it's, is that it's preventable. But who's going to prevent it? As long as people buy the tickets, enjoy the blood, it's going to persist. Shut down.
We won't let dogs fight. We won't let chicken fight because we care about the animals. But yet we'll let two men get in the ring and beat each other's brains out. James has set up the Jerry Quarry Foundation to help other fighters in need. When Jerry was on top, number one contender, he helped me out, and this is what family's all about. Jerry Quarry! You remember Jerry Quarry. He paid the ultimate price for being a good sport. I've, I've been in the ring many times, and I've enjoyed every one of them because there is no quit in the, in the game for me. I love you. Jerry Quarry, what a character. You know, I was with him. The last time I interviewed him was about 19, I guess it was about 1992. 1992, we were in L.A. at the L.A. Forum, and he was drinking at the bar. And, of course, he denied he was drinking. He said he was training. I said, hey, Jerry, what's up? So let's run an interview. He said, okay. So, you know, I turned on the old tape recorder back in the days, you know, the handheld tape recorder. Hi, how are you? We're Jerry Quarry, blah, blah, blah. And we're going back and forth. And you can hear the ice cubes going back and forth in his drink as he's holding us. Because we're, we're in the forum club, just me and him. There's nobody else in the forum club. This is his exclusive uh, nightclub in the L.A. Forum. It's, it's really cool. Anyway, bottom line is, for some reason, we were there in our own little section, just me and him. And, you know, you can hear the, during the interview, it was about, last about four or five minutes. But during the interview, you hear the, the ice cubes hitting the glass going back and forth, much reminiscent of, like, uh, of Nixon and the Watergate tapes when President, President Richard Nixon was falling apart there mentally. Anyway, uh, I said, Jerry, I said, so are you drinking? He says, oh, no, I'm not drinking. I said, Jerry, I smell the aroma of an alcoholic beverage on your breath. Ah, no, you don't. I'm not drinking. Anyway, we went back and forth. We talked about the about the fact that he could knock out the the uh, you know the New York Times crossword puzzle, which I'd put to him a previous in a previous visit, and he did. He knocked it out like you know twenty twenty five minutes. Well, I was impressed. The guy was articulate. You heard from that last tape there as he was fading, fading away into dementia, the world of dementia. That he didn't, he couldn't do a crossword puzzle. Couldn't even tie his own shoes. So that is the ugly side of professional boxing, of contact sports, and it's not just boxing. I think it's more prevalent in. The NFL. Oh, did I really say that? Yes, I did. I'm telling you because when you go helmet to helmet with a guy in the NFL, you've got guys running at each other at 25, 30 miles an hour, and they're running at each other, and boom, and their heads collide. What do you think is going to happen there? I mean, do you think it's just a golly, gee whiz? When your brain gets bruised, when your head gets bruised, it's different because when your brain gets bruised, it bleeds. That's what a concussion is, a brain bleed, a small brain bleed. Or depending on the side, the, uh, the magnitude of the concussion or repetitive concussions. And that's what happens to a lot of fighters. Troy Aikman, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, he opted out. He didn't want to have no part of that, of course, because he was getting concussions, got a few concussions. Steve Young, formerly of the L.A. What else? The L.A. Kings, they'll call it. I don't forget what team they called those guys when he signed that multi, multi-million dollar with the uh, league with that, that, that other football league. But he came back and he played with the 49ers. The L.A. Express, and then, of course, he um, he came back and he won a Super Bowl with the 49ers. But he got out concussions. A lot of guys just getting out, man, because concussions aren't worth it. But in boxing, I think concussions are less uh, less likely to happen than they are in football because in football you keep getting up and going back. It's play after play after play after play after play after play. And you do this for a period of what? 15, 16 games a year, and then you've got the preseason due, so you figure 20 games, and you've got all this practice every day. And I remember there was one guy 
We had him on the show from the New England Patriots. He's retired. And he said that in his first day of practice, he got a concussion. His very first day of practice, he got a concussion. I kid you not. So, I mean, this was first day of, we'll call it spring training, whatever you want to call it, for football. You know, they just opened training camp. The very first day, he suffered his first concussion of the season, of numerous concussions. He got out. Hmm. What am I trying to say? Contact sports is dangerous. But we all knew that going in. Well, we all know that going in. But I'm telling you. As far as boxing and football and MMA is concerned, you know, if I had to rate the dangers of the three, I would rate football number one, MMA number two, and boxing number three. Because, you know, in boxing, you can hit people with a a measured amount of force. In other words, you're you're measuring the amount of force you have in both your arms, your shoulders, able to thrust a punch, etc. But when you kick somebody with your leg, that big leg muscle, that's twice as big as your arm. It's going to be twice as hard as as the effect is concerned. And I just don't know if people are going to be able to recover from that kind of good stuff down the road. In other words, will we see massive pugilistic dementia in the UFC? Well, that remains to be seen. We'll see what's happening. But they were 20-something years in now. Of course, 1993 is when they the concept of the UFC came to us. But since then, had a few guys start and talk funny. Will that be a prevalent factor? Will the UFC go the way of the NFL? Will boxing eventually be banned? Who knows? 35, 40 years from now? God knows, but violent cells, the man was right. That's the tower of power to break you to the ring talk. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh- it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football has proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing, his uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right. A monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. 57 and a half minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Straight up, um, you know, there's a, still, it's still controversial. April 3rd, 1987, of course, I'm talking April 1987, uh, Ray Leonard squeaked out a decision over Marvin Hagler. In the, in the minds of a lot of people, it was close, it was deserved. In the minds of other people, it wasn't deserved. Bottom line was, you know, some guy popped off on the internet and Glenn McRae says, King wanted a rematch. It was all about the money. Glenn, Don King had nothing to do with either fighter ever. The last time Don King had anything to do with Sugar Ray Leonard was in November of 1980. This was 1987. So bringing in Don King to this, it, I don't get it. So he comes back with, doesn't matter. They gave Leonard the victory. You got to beat the champion. Well, guess what, folks? Glenn, I'm going to break this down to you. A 12-round fight is 12 mini-fights. See, this is simple math, Glenn. If you win 7 of 12 rounds, you have beat the champion. Subject over. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number one of two live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, the, the Dan Patrick channel. We got it going on on Twitch.tv. Of course, a live video as I speak, Twitch.tv. And the Sports Byline USA channel is hot and happening. In fact, what I'm doing is I'm packaging these videos for a, uh, for afterwards. And there was a lot of these videos will be watched afterwards. They'll go to YouTube. They'll go to Twitch.tv. They'll be all over the place. Of course, Johnny Signorello's got it going on. He'll be back in hour number two. He'll be, he's got it going on as far as the YouTube Ring Talk Worldwide page is going on. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 plus years now, often imitated, but... Hardly duplicated. Straight up, I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Res. I thank you so much for tuning in to hour number one. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, forthcoming on SportsByline.com and a plethora of other internet platforms, including Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Hour number two, stay tuned. Ring Talk on Sports Byline. 